are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. I'm glad to have you back. Full disclosure, this episode of Lockdown Spurs is recorded before the Spurs-Pacers game last night, so keep that in mind as we move forward. But what are you going to be talking about today? Well, is it time? Is it time for the Spurs, Popovich, coaching staff, to go ahead and just pull a bubble and just let the young guys just run the show moving forward, minimize veteran minutes on the court? What do we feel about that as the season winds down? And also to catch up with some news and notes you may have missed. To do that and more, I'm joined by KENS, sports anchor and reporter, my good friend Joe Reinagle, back after a, an absence from Lockdown Spurs. We missed you, Joe. <laughs> I missed you, Jeff. Good to be back. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I guess there's good news. You know, the Spurs look pretty good of late. You know, yeah, there were some uh, losses mixed in, but – even though, you know, you look at that Denver series, you know, they were competitive. You know, there was a little ray of hope there. Phoenix was a big win, down three key players. But as you heard in the intro, what we saw in Phoenix was pretty much the young guns running the show. I pose to you, Joe, should Pop, the coaching staff, say, you know what, kids, it's your show now. Go ahead and do your thing. Absolutely not. I, I don't think he should do that. I think what Pop did the other night resting, um, you know, DeMar and Patty was uh, was the right thing to do. And, and you may see more of that moving forward. But, you know, this team has still got a legitimate shot at the playoffs. So what are you going to do, sit DeMar DeRozan? I mean, come on. Yeah. He's your best player. And there's no question about that. He is your best player by far. He's got to be on the floor. Uh, you know, maybe you limit some minutes from the veterans like Patty Mills or Rudy Gay, but Hey, Rudy Gay played really well in Phoenix mm-hmm. the other night. So, you know, it's hard for me to say, you know, just let them go. If the Spurs were sitting last in the Western conference, had no shot at the playoffs, then absolutely you do that. But they've still got a legitimate shot of making the playoffs and doing well. So the veterans have got to play. Look, I love the talent. I love the young talent on the floor for the Spurs but they've still got some growing up to do Mm -hmm. and you know, let them play, let them work it out, but you don't turn over the keys to the car, the, to the young guys. Not yet. I'm glad you brought that up because DeMar DeRozan echoed your thoughts um, recently uh, where he said, you know, this is like one of, one of, one of their losses recently said, Hey, you know what? You can see why we lose sometime because we don't have practice for the young guys. He said he observes them, doing some you know dumb mistakes as young guys probably do uh joe but at the flip though we saw what happens and i get it it's just one game versus the phoenix but let alone it's something to work with what devin vassell did here's a guy who on paper and statistically provides an impact on both ends of the court uh defensively you know what he can do offensively we know what we can do hey he hits three-point shots we you know, the spurs desperately need that but is this a kind of situation where maybe Pop could be more selective in who gets those increased minutes among the young guys? You know, there's Luca. You know, I, I remember when Luca had that amazing run in the Austin G League uh, season. Pop then proclaimed, oh, Luca time. He's going to get all those minutes. And now that really hasn't happened. Perhaps a selective view on which young guys see a spike in minutes is 
doable, Joe, or no? No, I think I think it is doable, and and I think you you pick and choose your spots, and I think Pop moving forward will do a lot of what he did in, in the Phoenix game Saturday night because I think that you know you've got to rest these guys. I mean, Demar Derozan was playing extended minutes, uh, and it. it it was taking its toll on him. There's no question about it. So getting a rest, a game off, is is something that's that's imperative. Uh, they were fortunate to win the game, and I and, I, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm I'm happy they won the game. They blew them out, but right. but let's let's step back for just a minute too. When Phoenix saw what the Spurs had on the floor, the Suns, and it's just human nature, going to say, all we have to do is show up. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's biting them in the tail and, and it's hard to catch up at that point in time. And the young guys played well, but if Phoenix faced with the same situation again tonight, for example, I think you'd see a different Phoenix Suns team out there than you saw on Saturday night. And that's not to discount the performance that the young guys put on the other night. I'm not doing that. However, I think you got to You got to step back just a little bit. Happy. They got that win. They needed it. I don't think anybody gave them a prayer to win that ball right. game, and I'm happy they did it. But you got you got to step back and look at this thing from a distance before you start proclaiming that Devin Vassell and you mm-hmm. know Keldon Johnson and these guys are ready to, to to win NBA championships. They're just not ready yet. They need right. some time, and night in and night out, they're not going to beat teams like the Phoenix Suns the way they beat them Saturday night. Well, here's the thing. As the season progresses and as this se- second half of the season schedule, you know, continues its brutal march, uh, you might see Popovich do exactly what he did versus Phoenix, sit down some key players, key veterans. Rudy Gay, I can expect him to get a, get some rest in the upcoming games. Maybe DeMar DeRozan, I mean, he's the biggest usage rate guy on the roster right now. You know, would not be surprised to see him get a couple more games. But that still means that guys need to step up. And that means their roster are those young guys. So it's it's kind of give and take. You know, I, I see what you're saying. You know, you don't want to turn the keys over completely to the young guys right now with the playoffs uh, shot still on the horizon and possibility. But at the same time, if Pop rests these veterans, yeah, they're going to have to go to the young guys to carry the load. We saw they, they were able to do that versus Phoenix, but can they do that Again, and I think that's where Spurs fans need to pump the brakes a bit and say, okay, you know, good win, like you mentioned, Phoenix, you know, good, yay, yay, yay. But if you're looking at the young core right now, there's that argument. But what comes first, the chicken or the egg? They got to get the run, but they can't do that now. I mean, you you see where the rub is, Joe? Well, absolutely. And it's just such a, a weird year. And DeMar DeRozan is exactly right. I mean, in a typical NBA season, the Spurs aren't playing every other night. They're not playing five games in seven days. And they've got an opportunity to hit the practice floor and, and work with these kids and develop them. You know, now it's just – it's OJT, man. I mean, it's on-the-job training, yeah. right, for all of these young guys. And, look, some guys can handle that. I think, you know, guys like Keldon Johnson, you know, he, he's a guy that can handle it. Although, when you look at his entire body of work over the season, I mean, he still makes some young man mistakes. Yeah, he does, and, yep. And, and that's going to happen. And so Spurs fans need to be patient. I, I love, you know, Spurs Twitter is a great place to go sometimes, right? It you is. See, you know, one, one day Spurs are, are horrible. They need <laughs> to pop and get rid of everybody. And the next day, well, now it's time to start all the youngsters and, and you know, tell Patty Mills and Rudy Gay just to go away. And it's just you, you got to meet somewhere in the middle there. And, and it's a development. I think, I think what's going to be fantastic is after this season, 
where these uh, you know young fellows are going to get a chance to have a, a regular summer. Uh, they're going to get that opportunity to work with each other. Then they're going to have a training camp and you're going to have a normal NBA season. Hopefully, I, I mean, I have no reason not to believe that that's right. the case next year. And, and I think you're going to see the development and you're going to see the improvement of those young guys moving forward. And, and right now, it's just you got to throw them out there and, and let them play and let them make their mistakes. You know, it, it, typical game. And I want to go to this, Jeff, if we can. It was a game Friday night mm-hmm. uh, in the AT&T Center against Portland. The Spurs were up by 16 two different times uh, yes, and they could not hold that lead. Well, you've got that, that just comes from, from playing and say, you know what? It's a, it's a kill them mentality. You get a team down 16 points. You got to step on their neck and, and crush them. And, and the Spurs were not able to do that. And they, they just don't have that killer instinct right now that they need. And, and all of that's going to come in time. And, right. and that time has got to be done on the practice floor. It's not, and, and that's with anybody. I mean, you can't just go out and play games and expect the, to improve where you need to be yeah that experience helps no question about it but but the the one-on-one attention uh, that's something that's that's just i mean it's practice that's the only place you can get it this episode is brought to you by locker room locker room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Uh, Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and more. And, of course, reaction to big news and rumors. Go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL group for the fastest league updates. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you get everything in just a few easy clicks over at RockAuto.com. And everything you order is delivered directly to your door. The catalog is unique, easy to navigate, and you can see all the parts available for your car or classic driver right then and there, and the specification, brands, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the rockauto.com prices are always reliably low. The same for you, dude, yourselfers, professionals. So why spend up to twice as much when you just simply go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right now. And when you do that, write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Right. We're talking with Joe Reinagle of KNS in San Antonio. He is the lead sports anchor. Follow him on Twitter at JoeKens5 right now. Uh, Joe, I look at this young squad and I see the big word, and I think we've seen it throughout the entire season, inconsistency or consistency. Is this team going to be consistent or inconsistent? We don't know. They go into Phoenix and, you know, lo and behold, they beat them. You know, nobody saw that coming. Everybody thought they were going to get walloped. And then you have three guys out, you know, and really, yeah, they're really going to get steamrolled. But then they go out and get the W. And But then they, you, you talk about the Portland game, you know, they blow the 16-point lead. You, you go further back in that Houston Rocket game at home where Houston had just four players in uniform practically. I mean, they go out and they lose. Um, and I think that is a sign of a young team. 
that inconsistency. As a matter of fact, Joe, yesterday before the game versus Indiana, uh, Kelton Johnson spoke with media and he said the two things that got them the win in Phoenix, communication and consistency. Does that sum up where the state of this young core is? It's just they just need to work on those little things. It seems to me it's the little things right now that are getting in the way of this this team. It's not their athletic ability. It's not their ability to get the offense going. And you know, we see time and time again, you know, double figures scoring from X, Y, and Z player left and right. It just seems to me it's those little things, Joe. Oh, absolutely. And it is all about consistency, Jeff. You hit the nail on the head because uh, they're young players. They're going to make mistakes. They're nights that they're not going to do the things that they need to do to win. And there are nights that they are going to do the things they need to do to win. So it's, it's exactly inconsistency. So they've got to grow up and learn that consistent way of playing basketball. That in the NBA, you, you, you mentioned earlier um, in, in this, you know, in the taping here about Lucas Samanich. You know, yeah, you can go down to the G League and dominate. Right. But, you know, you step up to the NBA, it's a whole different ball game, and mm-hmm. the talent level is, you know, a hundred times what it is in the G League. So, you know, Samanich had a hard time when he got here and, and started playing against NBA caliber talent. And so it that only comes from competing against those guys and learning. And and that's what these guys are getting one heck of an education right now. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see that education pay off. Big time, I think, and and not in the too distant future. I mean, I think mm-hmm. next season you're going to see the seasoning that these guys are getting this year pay off next year. And I think you're going to see a whole different uh, – you, you're going to see the talent of these guys come out much more than you're seeing it now. Absolutely. I've been hammering that left and right on Locked On Spurs, saying that this season, when you look back, like say two years from now, Joe, you, we look back at this season – I think collectively you, me, Spurs fans on social media will be, thank goodness we had that season for them to grow. Now look at them. I really think that's how this season will be looked at as this glorified development. Hey, knock on the playoff door and you make it great. Play in tournament, even better. Two extra games for some sort of playoff-like experience for the young guys. And I think it will. As much as it, yeah, it sucks to see them do what they did at home in that nine-game homestand, not really perform well get blown out, but yet you see these little building blocks along the way this season. Patty Mills talked about that. I think you were on that call with me, Joe, where he said, hey, you know, this was amid like their their really low point of the season, that nine-game homestand, where he said, we just got to take these little positives and just build on that. And I think that is the best approach as the season goes on, is let these kids know, hey, look what you did right here. Now get better at it. And if you're Popovich too, Joe, I mean – well, first of all, you, you, you can he get any grayer? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> pulling his hair out because uh, he can't pull players out like he did uh, in seasons past. Um, I think he, he – do you think this young core is forcing him to perhaps rethink his approach and redo his approach to coaching? Let's just say he does stay on for another season. We don't know that's going to happen. But if he does move on to next season and he's still on the sidelines, do you think this season is teaching him – how to handle this next generation of Spurs NBA players? It maybe to to an extent, Jeff. But let me yeah. let me put it like this: I think when you see Greg Popovich, and in a typical NBA season, he's if his players play badly, they don't play defense right, he's going to call them out. He's done that in the past. Post game 
interviews with Greg Popovich lately have been nothing but, oh, man, these guys put the effort in. They right. were there. You know, that you, you don't hear him saying, man, you know, they suck today and, yeah. and they weren't playing defense and they just didn't bring the effort. And I think in that respect, you're seeing Greg Popovich change a little bit because he knows the brutality of the season that they're going through right now. Right. I mean, I don't and we've talked about this before, Jeff. I mean, I don't care who you are or what kind of shape you're in. You're playing five games, NBA mm-hmm. games, the, the, the physicality of those games, five games in seven nights, man, you're going to get gassed. Right. You're beat. I don't care who you are. So that's what they're going through. That's what they're forced to go through. And, and I think Greg Popovich is trying to send that message to guys, as long as you go out there and give me 100%, you know, at this point in time, yeah, we want to win. But if we don't, if I see the effort, I see you guys trying, learning, then, then I'm going to be okay with that. And I think right. that's what he's learning right now. And he's having to adjust to this different type of NBA season. Absolutely. It wasn't the last year, or, correct me if I'm wrong, last year or the season before where Ilani, you know, did something wrong on the court. And the next thing you know, he's Popovich is saying, oh, he didn't show any competitive spirit. And, you know, those yeah. kind of uh, call outs, if you will, are far and few between this season. I think he only went to the soft card once this year. I think it was in a preseason game, I think. And that was it. You really haven't seen anything. Usually Pop, even when they get slaughtered, as we've seen a couple times this season, Pop comes out and says, hey, you know, they did positive X, Y and Z. Yeah. Uh, occasionally he'll say, you know, call out. I think the most recent call out, if you will, was uh, he called out the Spurs bench or the second unit. And um, that was about it. But namely, it's really positive, positive. And I think that is just the generation of these players. I mean, they're different makeup, different personalities. Um, you know, they're not the military David Robinson or the Tim Duncan, you know, direct well, and think about black and white. Yeah, yeah, think about what you just said there, too, Jeff. You're right. I remember he called out the bench. And, and think about the guys that didn't perform that night. It was Rudy Gay and Patty Mills. Right. You know, those were the guys he was calling out because they should know better. And, and he's not calling out the young guys that are not getting the opportunity to learn. But Patty Mills and Rudy Gay need to know better, and they need to play better. And mm-hmm. so I, he, he's holding those guys to a higher standard. And I think what you've seen, though, and, and, and one thing that's helped Rudy Gay and Patty Mills come off that bench is getting Lonnie Walker back. Absolutely. And I think that's helped the Spurs bench tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the way True Eubanks is performing right mm-hmm. now, I mean, that's certainly helping that bench. And, and nobody saw that coming except – I don't know, uh, me, maybe. I mean, we, we, we were, we were <laughs> talking about Drew Eubanks, Eubanks. You know, yeah. six weeks ago, Jeff. I mean, come on, I got to toot my horn a little bit here. I love that guy, and I love the way he plays ball. So I, I, I think you're seeing growth of this team, and, and they just need to get over the hump. They're just not quite yeah. there yet. So please, anybody that's listening to this, man, just be patient with these right. guys. And stop with the, we need to blow up everything and everything's fine. It's a development process. And these guys are going to, this is going to be a different team next season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Hey, look, football may be over, but the NBA, NHL, MLB, they're in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And betonline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's simply the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
Once again, go to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And when you go there, make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON. How soon will the uh, retired Drew Eubanks jersey campaign begin under your watch? Like now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's, we can step back a little bit. You know, I, just love, I just love a guy like Drew Eubanks who reminds me a lot, not necessarily the way he plays, but just his attitude of a Malik Rose. Right. When Malik Rose got on the floor back in the day, man, he was going to give you 100%. He was going to dive on the floor. He was going to knock guys out, play physical with them. That's yep. the way Eubanks is playing right now. I mean, he gets physical with guys. He, he knows what he's supposed to do. He plays the pick and roll as well as anybody. Really I mean, does. the guy's incredible. You watch that guy. He plays the pick and roll like a, like a seasoned pro. And so I love the way he plays because of the Eubanks that, that you can get. Yeah. He, he also reminds me of a throwback to the Bruce Brothers. Uh, for those um, uh, Spurs fans that are not old enough to remember, uh, yeah, the Spurs usually used to have a, um, a reputation of pretty much bad boy Pistons. Yeah, that actually happened back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely been playing great. Uh, I know his teammates are applauding him. Kelton Johnson's been showering him with uh, with – with attention on his social media. So Eubanks is definitely uh, been a, a nice surprise, so to speak, uh, as the season continues. And, and they need him. They need that kind of youthful energy because of the long season. Kelton Johnson, also ahead of the Indiana game, said, hey, I'm 21 years old. I should be able to handle this. And I think, you, you know, you mix in that with the with the boost that they get from Vassell, which you saw against the Phoenix Suns, and then the boost we get recently with Eubanks, I think the Spurs will be okay, although it'll be rough as the season continues. And you're right about the schedule. Look, you and look, I, you and I, we haven't put on a Spurs uniform this season, and, and I'm tired of just like another game, <laughs> another game, another game. And I was like, you just won't stop. I just feel like even I don't have a chance to breathe. So yeah, this this Spurs season is a grind. But yeah, I, I think it, I think yeah, I think if if this if this play-in tournament or the playoffs are just become a, a a futile effort i think yeah maybe popovich pulls the bubble and just announces like he did hey we're not going to do this anymore it's time for the vets to sit and the young guys to run i think that's where you'll see that i would not be surprised but this spurs team and under popovich's watch for how many years he's been doing this playoffs are the goal and he'll continue doing that and you know i want to pick your brain about something we're talking about the young guys i know a lot of spurs fans get upset how, you know, you mentioned, you know, play the young guys, play the young guys. But we never ask and look about Popovich's roots. Popovich's roots are Larry Brown and Don Nelson, two coaches that are that were notorious for sitting young players. To me, this is not a shock. You mentioned Malik Rose. I think there was a time where Malik Rose was benched a lot uh, over maybe a guy like Kevin Willis, if I remember. Mono Ginobili was benched. Tony Parker was benched for a guy named Speedy Claxton. This whole thing about him not playing young guys is not really new, Joe. Not at all, Jeff. Yeah. It's not. It's it's the way he operates. He believes he he believes in the veteran players, and he always is going to have some veteran leadership. I and mean, when they go into the offseason this year and have all that money to spend, uh, you know, not sure what they're going to do with it. Hopefully, 
you know, DeMar's back and they add some other pieces as well, but they're always going to have those veteran guys. And so, you know, that's just Popovich's style. And it's really anybody's style. I mean, you can't go into an NBA season with a bunch of 21-year-olds. I mean, Mm -hmm. you just can't. And if you do, you're going to get whacked and and you're not going to do well. And it's just it's just not the way you do it. You've got to have those seasoned veterans along with the young talent and you intermingle those. And I think, you know, this team right now is, has got a pretty good mix. They're just learning how to play. And again, I, I attribute it. It's not an, an excuse at all, but I attribute it to I mean, this is just a season like none other. And it, it's it it's just brutal on these guys. It really, so, really is. So there's a lot of factors going into it, but I think you're always going to see that from not only the Spurs team, but any NBA team. And if you don't see it, then you're going to see a team that's in, you know, in in last place looking for a lottery pick. Absolutely. All right. It's going to shift gears now and catch you up on some Spurs news and notes that you may have missed. Uh, I think the biggest news was over the weekend where the NBA decided to find the Spurs for resting players, three players on the road. Apparently that's a no, no, Joe. Uh, did you have any insight on this? Like why, what, what was the reasoning why the Spurs got the fine? Absolutely. You look at the, uh, the injury, so-called injury report that came out. Every one of those guys next to him said, rest, rest, yeah. rest. If pop says sore elbow, uh, sore foot, uh, <laughs> you know, a banged up shoulder, whatever, yeah. then the NBA is fine with that. But the fact that Popovich didn't give, a rat's behind about he, he was going <laughs> to arrest these guys, period. Yeah. And he didn't care. He knew he was going to get fined. Oh, and the yeah. Spurs organization knew they were going to get fined. So, you know, he just kind of threw it in the NBA's face. And I think it was yeah. a statement from Pop saying, hey, this this schedule blows and I'm, I'm going to arrest my guys. So do what you want. Yeah. Uh, $25,000 was the fine. Uh, pales in comparison to the 2012 fine that David Stern in the NBA gave the Spurs. $250,000. I, I went back and looked at it. I didn't realize it was that much. I forgot uh, when Pop sent home Timmy D, Manu, Tony, and Danny Green in a national televised game against the That's Heat in right. Miami. So um looks like the whole rest thing is something that Pop will do and doesn't care if the NBA has any issue of it. Also, in some Spurs news and notes that I want to get Joe's opinion on is a recent rumor uh, via Ashrod Blakely saying that the Spurs, well, at least some execs and some scouts, are um, opining that the Spurs will give a rather substantial offer to restricted free agent Lori Marketing out of Chicago. Your thoughts on that? Well, I think it'd be great. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I think that would be great to have uh, have him here. Um, you know, but again, that's a tough one because anytime you're going after a restricted free agent, obviously yeah. the team that has that player has got the first shot to get him back. And and I don't think that uh, that's a player they want to let get away. So unless the offer is just astronomical and uh, just crazy, uh, I, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but why not go for it? I mean, you yeah. never know. And, and never maybe know. the Spurs know something behind the scenes that, that, that we're not privy to and uh, that makes them think they might have a real shot. So, yeah. uh, but I think it would be great. I mean, that'd be a great move for San Antonio. Absolutely. Um, I believe even before uh, he was a bull or, you know, there had been rumblings that the Spurs were very interested in him um, heading into the draft uh, years and years ago. So um would make sense of that if it's true, this report that they are chasing him. And one final Spurs news and notes 
And I was actually upset to not to find out that Joe Reinagle is not presenting Tim Duncan for Hall of Fame on Shriman. <laughs> but David Robinson will be uh, presenting uh, Spurs great Tim Duncan for uh, his big honor in just a few weeks at the NBA, well, the basketball, excuse me, uh, Hall of Fame enshrinement. I, I, I couldn't think of a better person outside of Popovich um, to present him. Um, your thoughts on Robinson, um, you know, I think you have to be in the hall in order to present a player. Uh, um, that's where I'm a little bit confused on, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that uh, it's it was a no-brainer. I mean, you know, uh, just look at, at the, the relationship that Tim and David had when Tim first came in the league. I mean, that that four-year period of time – and the relationship they still have, by the way. I yeah. mean, they – they still have a great relationship. So it, it was a no brainer. Um, and I think David, you know, is thrilled. I think Tim mm-hmm. is thrilled by that. And so, yeah, I was, I was really happy to see that and see that announcement. I, and I'll be honest with you. I was just as thrilled to see Michael Jordan uh, being Kobe Bryant's presenter. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I thought that that was a great move too. So uh, it, it's going to be a great hall of fame ceremony this year. No question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think all Spurs fans' eyes will be glued to their computers or TV, however it's broadcasted. Yeah, it's not going to – they're not allowing people to go because the pandemic is still ongoing. So it would be all virtual. And I I think regardless, it's going to be a great uh, uh, night, evening, three days. I don't don't know if they're still doing that three-day event. But when the big day happens and Timmy is enshrined, and not just Timmy but everybody else, Kevin Garnett, and you mentioned uh, the late Kobe Bryant, is going to be an awesome night. But – you got to wonder when pop is going to say, okay, fine, let me in, you know, cause he's been <laughs> qualified for, I don't know how long already. And he could have gone on years ago. He's mentioned that he would he would not go in until Timmy is in. And I also, he's also mentioned in the past that he didn't want to go in until Rudy Tomjanovich was in. So, uh, you know, you, you know, Popovich is, will be there in spirit or maybe remotely or maybe fly out there. You know, I think he, they should allow him to go and see Timmy D get in. Uh, but it's going to be a great night. Uh, Joe, tell everybody about uh, what you got going over there in KNS San Antonio. Uh, why should everybody tune in to your broadcast and more? <laughs> well, I mean, because they should. I mean, we're the best, there right? There I we mean, go. You know, uh, <laughs> what else am I going to say, right? No, right. I mean, obviously, obviously, we're following the Spurs, you know, closely. Uh, and, and we're going to be into that all over that, uh, you know, night in and night out. But, you know, we cover, we covering a lot of local stuff too. You know, it's baseball season. And yeah. uh, I, I know maybe guys are, you know, sports fans are ho-hum about baseball, but man, there are some great high school baseball teams around this area. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're into that. And, uh, you know, we're looking ahead to um, uh, the NFL, right? The mm-hmm. NFL draft right. is coming draft, up. So yeah. we're, we're starting to dive into that. And then what, what's been fascinating to me, Jeff, is this, this whole Deshaun Watson thing, man, yes. it's just been a crazy crazy yeah. story and now you know they're uh, they're starting to punch some holes in some of the some of the uh, uh stories from the massage therapist so yep. i don't know where that thing's going to end or, or what's going to happen and oh by the way just to throw another caveat in there I mean, the philadelphia eagles are are still heavily in the mix to get watson and that will affect the dallas cowboys tremendously Absolutely. so Um, You know, a lot of stuff going on right now, and it's a fun time of year. So that's why they could watch, Jeff. 
Yeah, watch Ken's Five in San Antonio, um, or if you subscribe on Facebook to their page, follow them on Twitter, uh, and of course follow Joe on Twitter at Joe Ken's Five right now because he will flood your timeline with love for Drew Eubanks every day. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, chant, <laughs> chant, you know, wear that jersey left and right. Uh, but yeah, he's a great follow. Make sure to do that right now. Make sure to follow Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, the new Odyssey app. It's all there for you. Go check it out and subscribe right now. So for Joe Reinego, a.k.a. the Drew Eubanks President Fan Club there, That's Jeff right. Garcia, uh, we're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. 